Blog Talk Radio. Keep doing your thing because you never know. I might be sitting at home with a chicken bone, see on TV. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> I know them, you know. Real name, 
Chance has come a long way, and his music is...
<laughs> that dude is man. He's he's. I don't really think Andrew's from this planet, straight up. I mean, because because his his play is so <laughs> outerworldly. You know, I think a ship gonna come pick him up one day and take him on back home. So straight up. So uh, how do you how do you come up with uh, you know, the the music? Do you because I think I asked you this too. Do you write the lyrics beforehand, or do you come up with the music, or is it vice versa? Just whatever hits you. It's whatever. Usually it's the, usually it's the words. Usually it's the words. Um, I'm singing some tune that nobody's ever heard of. Everybody looking like I'm crazy. Then I run upstairs and put music to it. And sometimes, sometimes I will get a, a vibe that I will, you know, record on my phone and then take that home and build that up. And then the words will come later. But you know, the words are the strongest thing. You know, the words are what we would give life to everything. You know, um, you know, mm-hmm. God spoke and, and things happened. So it I, it's more powerful when it starts with the words. And then I can just build a musical accompaniment around it. But you know, you got to get that that hook line has got to be there. That power has got to be there. That that word, that message has got to be there first. I prefer it that way. But sometimes right. it comes the opposite direction. But most of the time, it's it's that message first, and then we'll put put words to it. You know. But when if I'm getting these words, I'm hearing all the other stuff in my head. Just like I said, people think I'm crazy because I'm singing this song and vibing to it. That nobody's heard, and they're looking at me like I'm nuts because I'm hearing all of this stuff at the same time. Um, you know, I get as close to these God-given orchestrations as I can, um, but what I'm hearing in the spirit never comes close to what what I'm producing never comes close to what I heard in the spirit. That stuff is way out there. So, but you know, yeah, I'm still trying. Only I'm still trying. Only other musicians or people that compose music knows exactly what you're talking about because I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, okay, you go okay, in with an okay. idea and come out with a bluster, a bluster idea than what you came in with in your head. Yeah. It'll be like, oh yeah, my goodness, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, a whole lot different. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, when you do. Since the words are very important, do you ever find yourself changing it around once you come in with an idea and then you be like, wait a minute, let me do it this way and change the words around and then set on them other words that you change for another song? Or do you you just know what it is when it hits you? Because I, I, I'm guessing it's the latter part. Yeah, I, I the only changes that it's the latter. The only changes I usually make is that um, I'll shave off words because brother get a little too wordy, you know. <laughs> Got all these words and scrammed <laughs> yeah. into that verse. I'm like, okay, we need to trim some of these out so you know I'm not sounding like uh, uh, gosh, who, who like like your boy Buster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you got to fly the words in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before the next yeah, let's, measure. Let's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I understand because I've recorded people that had way too many words for one line, and I'm going, wait a minute, come on. We're going to have to, you know, cut and splice and all that. We're going to have to change this whole thing around. Yeah. You've got a whole song in that verse, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All these syllables. 
You got you going really uh, five syllables per verse, but you got ten in one verse. Come on, cat. It's not going to work. Yeah, man. Like, man, you're uh, making people tired just trying to listen to you. Nah. Be. For real. But that was a good example. Buster do good about 20 words. And... Uh, yeah, straight up. The, the song Forever Praise, because I got four joints, and I want to play all of them. So, uh, forever praise. Tell me what that one's about. That was one of the ones that came up, came off with the music first. And there was a cat who was talking to me. He's like, man, you got rude tracks. <laughs> I was like, you haven't heard the words yet. He's like, this is, this is rude, man. <laughs> and um, it is... Um, I was uh, at uh, uh, attending Pastor Key's church at the time, and he would always come with, you know, don't be scared to praise, don't be, don't be afraid of uh, of what other people around you might think, you know. He would come at visitors like, look, we're not gonna tell your pastor you over, you over here praising with us. Go ahead and release. And that song is about that. That I'm gonna praise you as hard as I can. And any time I do that song, the audience just goes crazy. And we keep my, you know, I think the modulation at the end of the song is maybe only two or three times. Usually on stage, we go four or five. It's, and every time we push it, people get crazy and crazy. And, you know, I always, there's always a jazz influence in everything that I do. And, um, you know, usually it's disguised with just the beat and, and the bass line. And this time in the middle of the song, when we break it down, we didn't even try to disguise it. We just went straight jazz with it. And uh, But it's my favorite song, man. It's my favorite song. And you're, you're talking about John P., right? Yeah, John P. King. Minister. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, most people on the show <laughs> are not church uh, literate. I just had to make sure they knew who you were talking about. <laughs> okay. And okay. I don't want them to be talking about was he talking about Master Key? No, no. <laughs> he was not <laughs> Okay, this is Curtis Wayne Curly <laughs> Forever Praise. <laughs>
Um, um, and one of the tracks, I believe, well, well, we'll get to it when you share me which track it is. But, yes, I will share, um, but I'm not going to try to preach at people and try to and try to become something I am not. Uh, my music ministry, my ministry is in my music. You know, I'm I'm giving you that word straight up from the Bible. Uh, you know, all of with that last song is like, you know, don't get lost in everybody else's perception of you. You know, you know, worship God in spirit mm-hmm. and in truth. You know, just shake up all of those chains, shake off all of those chains, and just let let go. You know, the Bible also said, well, it says this in the song that you know the Bible says that God delights in us and. <clears throat> And, you know, the, the the spirit of God inhabits the very praises of his people. So that when you are straight up open and, and giving an honest praise, you know, God is in there worshiping with you. You know, he comes down and joins that, you know, but when you just trying to do something for your neighbor, you know, to say and you, for a man to say, ah, he was shouting hard. No, that is not what's real. You know, when you when you can separate what everybody else is thinking about you, break away from that, and just make that a personal moment. That's real. That's when the spirit of God fills up the room. So, um, you started this when you was young, right? You was a little boy. Yeah. As I read in the yeah. bio. Um, mm-hmm. did you always uh wanted to do uh gospel music when you were young? Come on, man. I I wanted to be Michael Jackson. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> I want to I'm just that. asking. That's all I'm doing. I mean, you know, I was in there practicing my, you know. Right. <laughs> um, but now my, my sister came to me one day um, and she said, she asked me, how much of your life are you willing to give to the music industry, not the music business, the music industry? And I was like, well, what do you mean by that? She said, um, they are going to, what they're going to do is put you in a basement and keep you cranking out songs because you're a strong writer. Keep you cranking out songs until you get frustrated and ready to quit, and then they'll let you put out something. But their primary goal is to um, suck all the writing juice out of you. And that's still true to the day because anytime I uh, put out a song, um, a uh, producer hears it and, you know, hey, uh, you know, I would like to have that for my artist. No, that's my song. And um, that's what I get from every producer that I run into that, you know, I don't sound like, <clears throat> I don't sound like John Pree, Hammond, Fred, McClurk, and Donnie T, you know. I don't sound like that right, conglomerate, right. all of those tenors. I don't sound like that. But um, they will get a voice who sounds like that and they want to take my music and give it to that artist. And when she, we had a meeting in the minds about that, she was like, well, let me pray for you. And you do your music for God, and then he'll take you to levels beyond you ever dreamed. So I said, okay. And then from that moment on, I swore out that I'm simply going to write to give God glory. And that's what I do. So uh, have you sold any of your songs actually yeah 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 we got a nice little following and you know it hasn't <clears throat> it hasn't blown up to where i think it's going to be um uh, hasn't gotten there yet but i got a nice following uh, um so much so that 
um, <laughs> so much so that I got lazy and put on a little weight. And they let me know, hey, bro, you parking a little bit there. <laughs> so, meaning they have been watching me all of this time. So, yeah, now we're on the weight loss journey and trying to try to we going to get back to where we were, slim, trim, and tight. And um, that way I can stop hearing about them talking about my, you know, whatever. It ain't cool. And that's wrong, y'all. Y'all know right. that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, you uh, you performed at different churches. And uh, have you performed at different, uh, you know, stage and, you know, with the lights and everybody coming out to see you? And if so, yeah. Tell me some of the spots that you performed at. Uh, we performed at, in Canada. Um, we're trying to get on to the the festival in um, uh, London at the end of the month. Um, the problem is I don't know how that's going to run. I don't know if I can be with them as much. We're supposed to go have a conversation in London um, in a couple weeks. We'll fly out there. There's a music conference we're supposed to attend, and then they're going to start this music festival. Um, I've... <clears throat> You know, played around the states, of course. Uh, played in in um, uh, in the Bahamas. <laughs> played in the DR. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, shot a video in the DR too. Um, and you know, like I said, well, those are just the places out of the country I've been so far. But we're trying to pull this thing off in London, and I really hope we can get that done. Just depends on how long they're going to need me, and I don't know how long I can be out of the country. That's the whole thing. Well, I would love for you to do that, though. I pray yeah, that everything works out for you can do that. Um, is there anybody that you wanted to work with or produce? Anybody that I want to work with. I want to work with Fred Hammond because um, he calls himself Uncle Fred now. <laughs> Because Fred has no limits on what he considers uh, uh, praise and worship. There aren't any set rules there. He's just like, let's get in here and make something that, that pops and that has an anointing on it. And it don't matter what it sounds like. And that I absolutely love. Um, a lot of gospel musicians are stuck in that formula. And the formula is you get a, a, a lead vocalist who sings a line. You know, they do a little bit of uh, ad-lib with it. And then the choir comes in in unison and sings that line that they sang, but straight. And then the next time they sing it again, the same verse, it's three-part harmony. And then the the soloist is doing a little vibe on top of that. And then they flip it so it's real loud, it's real high, and the person is screaming at the top of the lungs. That's the formula. And I got so tired of that. And you can hear that in just about every gospel song. And um, I just I just got so burned out on that. And, but Fred doesn't adhere to that. I mean, Fred plays with that, you know, because he likes to modulate. He got that uh, that swooping high voice. So he'll, he'll make his choirs, you know, modulate, get a little higher. But it's not that, you know, you know, they sing Mary Had a Little, he sings Mary Had a Little Lamb. And then the choir sings Mary Had a Little Lamb in unison and it's Mary had a little lamb three part harmony and then it's him, you know, them three part harmony again, him vibing his, you know, way merrily and then the whole thing just modulates up. And it's just, you know, it it's so cliched and, you know, I I got so bored with that. And he's just one of the artists that I know that just doesn't adhere to that. 
you know he he's not stuck in hip hop he's not stuck in in funk but his his stuff is just out there it's just creative and inventive and he's got the words to back it up so yeah i would love to work with fred uh for the people in the back that don't know because i knew what you were talking about <laughs> as far as the same old thing that they sing in church and how they have a certain perspective on how it's supposed to sound. Now, for right. you, what do you what do you consider your sound and what you like to hear? I mean, give somebody an example on how you would, I mean, I know it would be totally different, but I'm just saying, give an example on how you like to do your music and how you would perceive what Fred would like, Uncle Fred would like. Um, say for instance, <clears throat> there's a piece of music that I wrote, um, it, it's called My Last Night, um, and took My Last Night, it's got a, a bluesy feel to it, but it's got a hip-hop vibe also, and it's got, you know, these quirky sounds like hip-hop artists like to do, but I didn't do that going out to, to sound any particular way, it just fit. And the we changed the the name of the music. We started we started just calling it Nouveau Praise, a new praise, a new style of worship. Um, because when <clears throat> when people were giving God glory, they 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 always said, you know, and the fire fell down from heaven, and the people people worship God. You know, they didn't start shouting; they sucked carpet. It was face down. You know that type of thing. We wanted right, right. to get people. <laughs> we want to get people to the point where they're um, prone before God, where they're ignoring everything around them and just making this a personal relationship. You know, they're not afraid to put the face in the carpet. You know, Fred would hear that and say, okay, well, let me put one of my crazy bass lines with it. Because Fred's like the nastiest bass player in the business. I used to be anyway. I don't know if he's still even playing, but I know he's still producing. Because um, he started out with the wine, right. you know, thumping with them. You know, he's that type of cat. Yeah. Uh, but um, I, my vision of this is to the point where they forget I'm even there. To it's a straight up personal experience with God. The music is designed to take you on a journey, and it's not my design. It's what I'm getting. Um, it's God's design. It's what He's giving me. And the music design is designed to take you on a journey, take you out of where you are and put you in a place where you forget what's, I mean, if you close your eyes and listen to it, there is nothing else around you except this vibe and, and the presence of God in you. And that is where I thought Fred Hammond would always try to, to go with stuff. Um, there's a song that he has out called that celebrate, um, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? Um, he lives that track. Um, he paints this picture of, of how, uh, Jesus died on the cross. And then, um, you know, the third day he's alive again, you know, the celebration, that line in there is like, uh, our Lord and savior is no longer dead. And it's like, can you, can you even imagine how, how powerful that message is 
when you got all of these people who were mourning, who were crushed, who were so hurt about the death of Jesus, and then now he is no longer dead. He is, you know, he is risen now. He is standing in your face. And so when you are vibing with the music that I have been given, the music that I was able to create, it's that same experience. It's just you and God and that vibe and just release and just, just, you know, let yourself go with that. That's the whole thing, what we're trying to get to. And, you know, Fred would be that type of guy who would help me get there. I hope I answered your question, man. I got lost in that. My bad. Oh, yeah, you did. And matter of fact, you segued into the next song, uh, My Last Night by Curtis Wayne Hurt. There is a there's a story behind this song. Um, I had a, a, a good friend of mine. Um, he and his wife, you know, um, chilling in the fraternity life, and and he and his, you know, I think she's a Zeta. He was a Kappa. You know, he played uh, um, same uh, campus as I did, and they didn't have any kids. You know, they were just chilling and living that newlywed life for a minute, and they were coming back from a gala. And uh, a drunk driver crossed the road and hit them head up in like 70 miles an hour. Um, they put her in a medically induced coma for, I think it was like three weeks. And when they pulled her out of that coma, they had to tell her that her husband, my friend, was dead and buried. Um, I don't know what he was able to tell her their last time. And we were tra- about to travel to Fayetteville to shoot, to shoot the second half of this video that the part of, we shot part in the DR. The second half of it we shot in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. And as I was hitting there, God said to me, what would you, do you want to leave the people with just a video? What, what would you want to tell them? And the only thing I could tell people was, if this was my last night, I just want to leave you with God loves you. And and I do too, and that was what birthed that song. If this was my last night, I just wanna leave you with God loves you, and I do too. If this was my last night, I just wanna.
You're listening to another TAZ production coming to you live and recorded live. I'm your, I am G Wright, host of the Heart of Love radio show on Blog Talk Radio. Check me out there, blogtalkradio.com forward slash G Wright. And then check out my official website, G Wright Online, GWrightOnline.com. This is another TAZ production coming to you live and recorded live. My friend, uh, Minister G. Wright, Gregory Wright, on the line. Uh, Curtis, I like that last song. 
Uh, love makes you real. Yeah, the love uh, of God. I love uh, my last night, too. I like that one, too. I appreciate um, it, brother. I appreciate I, it. I told you I was going to get all four. I told you I was going to get all four of them in. Okay. I told okay. You. <laughs> uh, I want you to uh, tell the people exactly where they can hit you up at, uh, listen to you, uh, your social media presence. Just uh, give out all the places where people can see you at. Uh, we've got the main website, which is curtiswayneherley.com. Uh, you can hit me up there and read the blog that I have been writing, um, just expressing my thoughts. Um, it's called Random Thoughts. I think that's what the name of that blog is. Um, you can hit me at uh, Curtis Wayne Hurley on Facebook, or Noise Level on Facebook. <laughs> and um, that, that Noise Level has been uh, my tag since I started playing music. Because my mom used to run downstairs and tell us, you know, to shut up all that noise. So um, that's where that came from. It's spelled N-O-I-Z-L-E-V-E-L. Um, and you just, if you put in noise level or Curtis Wayne Hurley, that will pop up because they're two very uh, unique names. And and the music is on every um, every online store, every streaming store. Just, uh, you know, just hit Curtis Wayne Hurley and everything that I've done will pop up. Um, I guess after today, after I listen to a couple of these beats and figure out which one, I'm going to send you a beat and uh, just let you do something to it because I'm okay. putting out a, a gospel project next year with my friend Ron L. But I was like, you know what? I need Curtis to sing on one of these joints. And you can use it yourself if you I'm want down. to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm you down. can put it on your project as well. But I'd just be me doing the music, and you just own it. Okay. Uh, we be churching. Now, of course, <laughs> I lift weights, dog, so my shoulders couldn't fit in that in that shirt, so I gave it to my wife, and she loved it. Let, let me say it ebonically. She loved it. I'm just telling you. Um, uh, we be churches. How you come up with the idea for the song, the name, even? It was a dream. Um, God gives me a lot of music in dreams. Um, it was the scenario is there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm watching this whole movie in this dream. It's a bunch of guys who get together and and praise. And this is not. This is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and, and Daniel. That type of mob. They get in there and praise hard. And they disturbed a downstairs neighbor, and they went downstairs to 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 tell him, explain to him why there was so much noise the night before. And when they started testifying to him, and you know, they broke out in another praise and, and on his doorstep, and he joined in. And um, that song is just saying the song is just saying that I don't apologize for my I apologize for the noise but I do not apologize for my worship because it's starting that that song explains how God changed me from the awful things that I used to be into the person that I am now. And when I start thinking about that, I get crazy and I get loud. And that's, that's the song. Um, I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm glad that you came through, man. Did uh, we always communicate every now and then online, but it's good hearing your voice. Uh, 
good uh, having you on finally after a couple of years of talking about when we going to get you back, dog. You know, so <laughs> I'm glad that you came through. And I'm glad you're still doing your thing, too, because, you know, no matter what, even if we don't talk physically, I see I see a lot of stuff that you're doing. I do see it. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Um, be honest with you, I don't think I can quit. I think it's going to be like a, a Beethoven or Ray Charles thing. I'm going to be writing until I die. So that'll be, you know, I'll go yeah, out like that. That's the way That's the way I felt. And uh, this last project that I got coming out before this uh, gospel project, that was going to be my last one. Then all of a sudden I seen my went to see my friend and I told him we was going to do one. And I moved to Texas to need replacements later. And I was like, well, you know what? I drove up here this time, so I'm driving back next year, and we're going to put it down. So, yeah, like I said, I'll send it to you after this show. I just got to listen to which one I want you on. Okay. But, uh, thank you again, I'm Curtis excited. Wayne Hurley, for coming through. You know I love you like family cat. Take care of yourself. We are family cats. I love you too. <laughs> and this is called We Be Churching. First of all, I apologize for the noise It get a little loud when I'm praising with my boy Please understand, we don't mean no disrespect Get lost in worship when we're supposed to reflect How God came and set me free from the mess I used to be How God changed me with his love from the monster I once was Only got one life to live
the road I apologize for the noise We be churching up in here Get a little loud 